0: It is January 5th, 2022. Welcome to The Daily Rob. You can find us on Facebook, YouTube, BitChute, Rumble, Odyssey, and across all major podcast platforms. Now, without further ado, from his fortress of solitude, the one and only Rob Smith. Hello,
1: Stu. I'm here in my cozy library in the buzz of my home with my six wives. Trixie, Tammy Sue, Elvira, Tammy Sue, Betty Lynn, and is that five or six? How many? That's five, right?
0: Yeah, two and Tammy Sue's and Elvira. I two
1: Tammy Sue's. It's a, pop, a, a popular name.
0: Alvira, Tabitha, or,
1: uh, Trixie, Trixie, and Dixie. Yeah. Okay.
0: There you
1: yeah. go. Stu, they all have one physical element that is universal in all of them. I won't say Stu because I'm a gentleman. Uh, Stu, we're going to talk about the news. Sure. All right, Stu. You know, the topic that is dominating the news these days, is. I hate to keep talking about it, but it's a big deal uh, when we live under this totalitarian system where our betters try to just put this nonsense on us and want us to believe it. I mean, it is, I shouldn't be incredulous, Stu, but in many ways I am at how Our president can speak and say things which are just so obviously
0: untrue and nonsensical. So here's one for you. I mean, I'm fuming today. I just need to get that out. these people. They all fucking suck. Bad words. I can see that you're a
1: bit agitated today. I would suggest you drink some green tea. It will calm your nerves. Uh, Anyway, Stu, Joe Biden today gave a parental advice to all of America in his um, little COVID read from the teleprompter speech you know he's an excellent parent still he's done a wonderful job with his kids i think we can all ad- admit that i mean hunter biden is a very loving loving child he's loved on a um a stripper he's loved on his brother's wife why ex-wife his brother's his, widow, his dead brother's wife uh and he's loved on his Current wife, and he loved on his old wife.
0: Um, and some Chinese spies along the way.
1: And some Chinese spies. So, A- anyway, so um, Uncle Joe was giving parental advice, and he said this surround your kids with kids who are vaccinated.
2: And for parents with kids <clears throat> too young to be vaccinated, surround your kids with people who are vaccinated.
1: In, in other words, your kids should not be allowed to play with kids who are not vaccinated. Um, it's kind of like maybe in the South, Stu, where uh, the Colonel Patriarch said, don't you play with any of them them other children. Um I've never ever heard him, he reads from the teleprompter and he makes these proclamations, but I've never heard him even attempt to explain any of the science. And if you think about it, Fauci has never done that either. Um, Anyway, Stu, (laughs) the, the, the nonsensical part of this, Orwellian, is today they've reported more COVID cases than ever. Over a million were reported just today. Instead, the overwhelming number of those are vaccinated people. People have been boosted. But yet he's saying that, I got to admire, he sticks to the narrative, but, um, you know, he's saying that the vaccination is the be-all and end-all of everything in public health. It clearly is not. And why do you believe anything he says or this... administration says here's what he said back in I think June of last year. Uh he was on CNN with your favorite talking headster Don lemon All the fact checks all the fact checks show that and all the fact checks show that, that sucks. Or the fact and all the fact checks show that your claim
2: is false. All the fact checks all the fact checks show that and all the fact checks show that, that sucks. And all That's the, the fact checks show, show and all, all the fact checks show that, show that and all the
3: Go to HillaryClinton.com, you can fact check them, fact check, fact check, fact check. -check. -check.
1: This Uh, is a simple, pardon? Donnie L. Donnie L. All right, this is a simple, basic proposition. Biden told Don Lemon during a CNN town hall last July, if you're vaccinated, you're not going to be hospitalized. You're not going to be in an ICU unit. You are not going to die. <laughs> you are not going to. You're not going to get COVID. You're not even gonna get it. I mean, Stu, if you have these vaccinations. That's what he said, Stu. Um, and you have to figure out why do you listen to these folks? I mean, why does anybody they're jokes to anybody? capable of critical thinking. All right, Stu, there's a new COVID uh, variant out there with 46 mutations. It has been found in Marseille. That's in France. Um, And the question is, Stu, are they going to act because they've had 12 cases of it. Are they gonna act like they did in South Africa uh, a month ago and cancel all flights and schools and things like that? Um, you know, when Omicron was first discovered, viruses mutate, Stu, and COVID has been around
0: for decades, right, Stu? Yeah, you can look at an old Lysol uh label and it says works against COVID on the back and that would have been the case for probably the last twenty some years.
1: Yeah, that's not a new phenomenon. Um, so there are always going to be various viruses out there. Um, Joe Biden said today when he was concluding his message on the teleprompter stuff, um, he's. He said, there's a lot to be hopeful for in 2020. You know, Stu, you know, we all make verbal mistakes. Have you ever noticed he never catches his mistakes? He he never goes, oops, 2022. And of course, Stu, he also blamed um, the overrun on hospitals on the unvaxxed. Again, all the science is out there. Uh, everybody knows this, that if you have the vaccines and the boosters, you're just as likely to get this Omicron as anybody else. In fact, there are multiple peer-reviewed studies that say you are more likely to get it because you've had the vaccine. Stu, uh, Aaron Rodgers, um, who I like, who thinks for himself, he was on Monday Night Football last night. Uh, in an interview, they were in his house. His bookshelf was there. He p- pointed to a, a few things and said, "There's a book, um, Atlas Shrugged by Ann Rand." Right? He, he's read this book. What are some of those what some books of those shoulder? Yeah. What, what are we reading oh, on, yeah. a, on a Monday or a Tuesday? Poetry.
2: Yeah, a lot of lot of French poetry. Yeah. Uh, got Atlas Shrugged by Ann Rand over here, and. You know, I arrange them to look like you know the, the whole thing is, is filled here. I got I got this helmet here with both of you guys signed on that. I got it on my left uh, the hacker green. Obviously, that's a so it's it's the you know the little things that count
1: for sure. He has been um, viciously attacked by the left on social media all day simply because he has this book. And still, you talk about anti-intellectualism and ignorance and hatred and totalitarianism. Stu, I've read lots of books. I've read Karl Marx, um, you know, I've read <clears throat> Mein Kampf. But in their world, you can't even have a book that they don't like.
0: I would love to see an honorable adversary, but I've stopped hoping for it.
1: Today, still, the Bureau of Labor said there 4.5 million Americans quit their jobs. And of course, if you go on CNBC and some places like that, they said there are are a lot of reasons for that. Um, You know, uh, we have a a, uh, transitory, um, highly mobile workforce, blah, blah, blah. Some of that's true. But still, this many folks... Clearly, it's because people are leaving their jobs because they don't want to be vaccinated. Still, there's a CEO of an uh, insurance company, a carrier out in Indiana. His name is Scott Davison. and He's the CEO of One America. They have over $100 billion in assets. He has said that It's just not him, but they're showing a whopping, a whopping 40% increase of deaths between 18 and 64 years old. And he said they're not COVID related. Now, Stu, that would just make sense because 99.98% of COVID people survive. Um, so you wouldn't have but a fraction more deaths than usual um, and in this age group even more than that survive. and
2: we are seeing right now the highest death rates we have ever seen in the history of this business, not just at one America the, the data is consistent across every player uh, in in that in that business now this is primarily um, working age people eighteen to sixty four that are in em- employers like all the employers on, on the screen here. And what we saw just in third quarter, we're seeing it continuing to fourth quarter, is that uh, death rates are up 40% over what they were pre-pandemic. Now, just to give you a, a, an idea of how bad that is, a three sigma or a one in 200 year uh, catastrophe would be 10% increase uh, over pre-pandemic. So uh, 40% is just unheard of. And what the data is showing to us is that um, the deaths that are being reported as COVID deaths greatly understate the actual death losses among working age people from the pandemic. It may not all be COVID on their death certificate, but deaths are up uh, uh, just a huge, huge numbers.
1: Um, but- Coincidentally, Stu, when the deaths started to occur was about time they started to do the mass vaccinations. I'm just saying, Stu, I don't know what the answer is, but in a reasonable world where people are able to express ideas and clear thoughts and try to come up with hypotheses and cause and effect for various things, I think it's something to be noted. Matter of fact, I kind of got a feeling that um, the vaccinations may be a big part of that 40%. Um, along these lines, too, just two more incidences of people who fall right in this. Uh, a, Nash, a very renowned Nashville doctor died uh, immediately, well, within two, or three days of having the Pfizer vaccine just like what dr robert malone and peter mccullough and other people who are who are trying to make people aware of this he died of clots um he didn't have any symptom he was perfectly healthy before and a 25 year old star guatemalan soccer player dropped dead instead these people are getting the notoriety because they're, they're famous you know but um um, apparently, this is happening all over the place, and I think it very well may uh, be the reason for this forty percent increase. Finally, Stu, we we're supposed to take our messaging from the CDC, the experts do. On twelve eighteen, the week ending. Um, they stated that 73 percent of all the cases were omicron related. Then they revised and by 1228 they said only 22 percent. They said they were wrong. Then on 1229 they say 95 percent of the cases are. So just like Joe Biden who has said if you get vaccine, Vaccinated, you won't get sick. You've got this agency that just says the opposite things one day to the next. Um, and we're supposed to uh, not question them, or else we are con- conspiracy nuts and insurrectionists. That's what I got, Stu. Right on.
0: Lexi, can you bring me a bourbon water, please? So, Emma Watson. You know, she was Hermione in the Harry Potter series. She went to Instagram and posted this meme that says, solidarity is a verb. And then below that, she had a quote from someone named Sarah Ahmed. And this received a lot of backlash from multiple members who are ambassadors to the UN for Israel. And they said things like 10 points from Gryffindor for being an anti-Semite. And then another one of the ambassadors to the UN said, fiction may work in Harry Potter, but it does not work in reality. If it did, the magic used in the wizarding world could eliminate the evils of Hamas, which oppresses women and seeks the annihilation of Israel and the PA, which supports terror. P.A. Palestine. I would be in favor of that. And it was very interesting to see. And so beneath that tweet, she had this quote from someone named Sarah Ahmed. And so I always think it's good to look these people up. Sarah Ahmed is a British-Australian scholar whose area of study includes the intersection of feminist theory Lesbian feminism, queer theory, critical race theory, and post-colonialism. And sometimes these people are just such jokes to me. And so I'm going to include this picture of Sarah Ahmed holding one of her books. Great. I'm I'm happy she's a writer. But then she has a t-shirt on that says stubborn girl and what looks like rainbow what is it called? I don't even know what it's called. Rainbow sequence. So it's just like your whole identity is, you know, it's what's
1: been spoon threat, spoon fed to her through academia. (laughs) Yeah, it's what makes her a person. It's kind of like the virtue signalers out there now I bet if you get into a personal life, there are all kinds of dysfunction going on there. Uh, most of which she probably c- can't get a man. So therefore she has to hate everybody and not fix her own problems.
0: But it's just, it was very interesting to see that. And so a lot of the critics of this said that it was obviously an over, uh, it's not fair to say it was anti-Semitic. But I just think the as, as kind of like the whole shit show that it's become. So Stu,
1: one um, little news story, incidental to that, because you brought up the Palestine, you brought up Palestine and um, Israel, which is on their fourth or fifth booster right now. Mm -hmm. Some of the smartest and most advanced people in the world have many more COVID cases than um, the Palestinian Authority has where only about 20 to 30 percent of the people are vaccinated and they live very close together yeah again Stu, what conclusions can we draw i mean what type of hypothesis can we come can can we discern from something like this hello people pay attention yeah trixie
2: bring
3: me that damn drink
0: excuse me and so so this next story is close to home so I-95 had this massive, complete shutdown. You have people who've been stranded there for over a day now without gas or water. It looks like Ralph Northam is twiddling his thumb somewhere and not getting it done. And I'm very upset because Tim Kaine, who, as John Oliver described him, as the stepdad of America, he was stranded there for over 21 hours and he's tweeted a few times so we know he's okay. And so oh, he, I was
1: really concerned about that. I was
0: I was I was hoping Hillary Clinton would come in herself and save him, but he tweeted, I started my normal two-hour drive to DC at one p.m. yesterday. 19 hours later, I'm still not near the Capitol. My office is in touch with VDOT to see how we can help how we can help other Virginians. Can help. You
1: notice how he wants to take credit for any help because he's so vital to the functioning of government.
0: <clears throat> I'm frustrated, but not in serious trouble. If you are in trouble on Virginia roads today, call VDOT, blah, 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 the phone You're number. You're going to take your call. <laughs> and then this is really interesting. This is somewhat characteristic of the left. And so I've never really studied his Twitter bio before but it says ann holton's husband dad of 3 stone irish public servant musician civil rights lawyer backpacker so what's this obsession with like joe biden does it too he's like i'm i'm joe biden's husband i'm ann holton's husband it's it's almost like i can't be more than my wife i can't be in the eyes of society as a politician you know, better than a wife, so I always have to make my wife the first thing in my almost resume of sorts. It's a yeah, very bizarre to thing.
1: Subservient, not to his wife, but to the notion of uh, the female gender such that he can uh, throw himself at the altar of feminism, and that's his identity because it appeals to who he thinks it should appeal to rather than just being an honest guy and being himself. That's the way these
0: folks think. In contrast, think about Glenn Youngkin's wife speaking when he won and how it actually seemed so much like a team effort and how, you know, she just was, she said, you know, whenever my husband has said anything in his life, he's gotten it done. So when he said he was going to become governor, I just knew it was going to happen from day one, and I have just been here supporting him on the road, and but it's not like Glenn Youngkin, like I'll look at let's look it up right now. Just I bet Glenn Youngkin, his little Twitter bio says something along the lines of happy husband and father to three. I mean, I just I just hate the way language is almost okay do you want to know what his bio is it's here i mean he's so fucking cool former dishwasher basketball player and businessman governor-elect of virginia working to make the commonwealth the best place to live work and raise a family there you go i mean (laughs) He, he
1: and that's his real identity too and he's proud of his humble roots Well, you got a guy like Tim Tim Kaine, who's originally from Nebraska, goes to Harvard, and he's not that bright Stu. I know he went to Harvard, but probably the skill he learned was uh, the skill of rhetoric of knowing how to lie in a clever manner and to suck up to people. He marries a woman who is, um, I don't know how to say this, Stu. Um, I'm not as. um, As handsome as a dog. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. She's a big one. OK, but you know what? She's the governor's daughter. She's Linwood Holton's daughter. It gives him an instant access to the to the Virginia political class.
0: And in the GOP or those- Casey the GOP. wanted to go that. And
1: Casey thought that was the way that he should run. Yeah. You know, he has no core convictions. He's flip flopped on a bunch of stuff.
3: I support a ban on partial birth abortions. I've always supported Roe v. Wade. Uh, Personally, I'm opposed to abortion. We require parental consent. minors to have abortions by putting these onerous regulations on clinics, health clinics, where abortions are provided. We have an informed consent provision here, those I've supported. We fought those off in Virginia when I was governor. I support the Hyde Amendment. I haven't changed that. last thing we need is government intruding into those personal decisions. I have been uh, for the Hyde Amendment. I haven't changed my position on that. I had to get comfortable with the notion that I can have my my personal views, but I'm going to support the President of the United States and I will. Because you've got to let people make their own moral choices when it comes to matters of reproduction, intimacy, and relationships. I'm against a same-sex marriage. I'm conservative on personal responsibility, character, family, and the sanctity of life.
0: Chip, TPP, are you for it or against it?
3: I did vote a year ago for the uh, what's called the Fast Track Trade Promotion Authority. So I voted for President Obama to have the Fast Track tools to negotiate the best deal possible.
0: You said about it, quote, I see much in it to like, and you called it an upgrade of environmental and Labor standards
3: in the enforcement areas on the labor and environmental. I've got grave doubts about it. Allison, I really haven't shifted my position on that. I, I am opposed to illegal immigration. If we want to do an immigration reform bill. I call on the federal officials and the president to stop it. Effort to do after 30 years what we need to do, which is reform our immigration system in a comprehensive way. And I call on federal officials. To enforce immigration laws and to keep families together as a key. I'm deeply opposed to illegal immigration. It is going to have helping employers figure out the immigration status of people they hire. And I call on the federal government, the president, to stop the influx of illegal immigrants into this country. We can give Dreamers and millions of other families an earned pathway to citizenship. I know the NRA. They're headquartered in my state. I support the NRA in many of their endeavors. I did consider myself a liberal. I'm conservative. I'm a progressive in the South.
1: And, you know, when I think of him too, I always think of, uh, this is the way they think. Uh, He got, when he was mayor of Richmond, he had the city of Richmond pay for buses to ship people up to Washington for a protest against, I think it was against guns or something, moms against, guns. who knows. But. I mean, the thought that you can use taxpayer money for your own political purposes didn't even cross his mind that there was something wrong with that.
0: Yeah. And then we, and,
1: and again, he's never done anything. He, Glenn Youngkin's, you know, he's washed dishes. He's, he's, <laughs> he's, uh, run, run businesses. Um, Anyway, and let me tell you, these civil rights lawyers, they say, there's a clause in the Civil Rights Act. I think it's section, I think they call it 1682. If they win a case, um, they get paid a lot of money, okay? Uh It's one of the few places where the other side pays your uh, attorney's fees in the law and where there's a statute that automatically gives you damages. Don't be fooled by his... Iliomasinary um,
0: persona. Oh, yeah. I mean, he, he sucks. <laughs> through and through, he really sucks. A second. <laughs> A but, second emotion. But, um, you know, it just goes to show anyone, and then I'm kind of blown away because if anyone has been on I 95 anytime recently, we know it sucks. And I've been behind. You know, you know, I've driven up to Nova for you a few times in 2021, and there was there were days where I spent five hours to get from Richmond to outside of D.C., and it's just been a shit show. And so the idea that it's not a shit show with snow and ice and then the idea that we have all these lanes that you have to pay money to use and. They could have been just – which, last I checked, the people who run that are Swedes. So it's not even money going to the Virginia or people in Virginia. It's sold out. But the whole thing is just – Well, Stu, I
1: will say one thing that uh, has been good about this traffic Um, uh, backup. The southbound lane has been closed now for about 36 hours. And I've been advocating that we close the southbound lane of 95 for a long time, Stu. Okay.
0: (laughs) We we need to build a wall around Virginia?
1: We keep the carpet baggers uh, and the scallywags north of the Potomac.
0: Stu, I've always
1: said that, um, you know, there ought to be a test if these people are going to come and immigrate to Virginia. You ought to have a... A recipe for spoon bread. You ought to have um, if you have a bird dog that can actually flush quail, that's good. But if you have one of those little yappy dogs,
0: huh.
1: no, they don't get in. And if they have children who um with these strange names like Nicole and Brittany um, that they got out of a book somewhere, and if you go up and talk to them and they and you ask them a question and they say, huh? or they don't say yes sir or, or yes ma'am, you get to throw them off a cliff at Harper's Ferry into the river. <laughs> Fair. When I'm governor, that's gonna be my policy. There you go.
2: It has been a lifetime struggle, a never-ending fight, I say to you, and you will understand that it is a privilege to fight.